The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? So I have a question. Is it just me or yeah. does everybody turn the radio down so they can hear the turn better when they're getting ready to make a turn? Um, actually, it's just you. Nobody <laughs> else does that. Hello, everybody. Here Welcome <laughs> to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely, the lovely, the beautiful, the not the beautiful, sexy, the not the sexy, Sharon. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, uh, the podcast, uh, wherever you're listening. We hope you're listening, and this is how you do it. Visit us at www.jmtalk.net. Why do you always laugh at me? Because I know this by heart, because I can no. just spit this out. Is that no. why you laugh at me? No, I'm laughing at you because um, they're obviously listening if you're saying it, and they're... That is true. So, <laughs> it's but, just funny to me that you say and, that. It's just things I say. You know, this is theater theater of the mind. It's radio. It's, you know. It is. And hopefully, when people do listen, hopefully that they're as confused after listening to me as I am when, I, when I'm talking. But anyway, visit what? us. Visit oh us at www.jmtalk.net. Subscribe. We're on. leave any good hope for our show. We're on every <laughs> major podcasting player. And you can subscribe there. And why wouldn't you? Because you don't want to miss a show. Uh, also on TikTok and Facebook. What's driving you crazy? No, I said our show. It's crazy. It is crazy. Crazy. TikTok and Facebook <laughs> at JM Talk. Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Um, so there's there's the business of the show. You can also send us an email. JoelMahalikRadio at gmail.com. And so, yeah, that's how you get that's how you get in touch with the show. Since we were on the air last, and we weren't last week because I've been having a I've been having a hellacious uh, month at work, and we actually couldn't even get the show finished last week. Uh, but since we were on the air last, we talked about Mr. Potato Head, as you yes, recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hasbro, as part of the cancel culture and everyone being offended. Had to, uh, they pulled the name Mr. They just wanted to be Potato Head. Now, we didn't know at that time what that meant for poor old Mrs. Potato Head. We had no idea. I know. Maybe she's transgender too. (laughs) But but (laughs) I I like to think of this as we did this. And this this is, so if you want to peek in my head, this is what's going on in my head. Because we mentioned it, even though a million other more popular outlets mentioned it, I feel like you and I. Was the reason? Was the reason they changed their decision? Yes, because it was only hours after the show posted, I, right? And they back to Mr. Potato Head. Yay! Because don't you feel like if your biggest concern in your little world is the gender of a potato toy? Right, but it's, it's forget the toy it's a part. Toy. It's a freaking toy. 
you you really have issues if that is if if you're concerned about the gender of a potato. Absolutely, that's because if listen if if we continue down this path, and guess what, you may not believe this, folks, and you probably do because you're probably been reading it. There's more. We have to discuss more of this cancel culture idiocy today. But if we're, gonna, I think we should cancel the cancel culture. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> but if we're going to go down this path, if we're going to go down this path, then we need to address. Everything like man, which should now be called gender neutral meat sauce. Ew, <laughs> doesn't have the same ring, right? Yeah. Man, which I'm gonna have man, which for dinner, I'm gonna have gender neutral meat sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lord! <laughs> so, anyway, in case you have not seen <laughs> Pepe Le Pew has been pulled from the new Space Jam 2 movie. <sighs> because apparently the fact that he... Um, uh, I don't want to... Not chase. What's the other word for when you're trying to get with a girl? Like if a guy is like chasing a girl. There's, no, there's other words for it. Some I know, yeah. Better and than I know chasing. the word, right. Pursuing. I his, know, no, I knew the word. His right. pursuit of the cat and the kisses on the cat is apparently rape. Somebody says that's rape culture. Now, as a as someone, you know, you grew up in the 60s and 70s, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, I never thought that the skunk, that the cat was trying to get away from the skunk because uh, the skunk was trying to rape it. I, in my little tiny, not fully developed little pea-sized brain, because I'm just a little wee lad watching cartoons on a Saturday morning. Okay. I was able to formulate the idea that the cat wanted nothing to do with the skunk because skunks stink. They stink. That's why. And I thought that's what the negative attraction on the part of the cat was. But apparently Apparently, we were wrong. Yeah, apparently. All these years, Sharon, we were wrong. I know. He was trying to rape the cat. That's ridiculous. (laughs) You know, and <laughs> all right, all right, I gotta say this. Um, I try to be a spelling aficionado, mm-hmm. and forever, like, I never knew how to spell ridiculous. It's not ridiculous, it's ridiculous. Yes, ridiculous. Right, I've always said ridiculous. So I always went R E D I C. Oh. And it never came up. I'm like, I don't get this. Lucky for you, we have spell check these days. That's what I was trying to use. <laughs> well, one time you gave you upgraded your phone years back, and so I so I recently got like for the second time in my entire cell phone life. We'll get back to this cancel culture in a second. Recently, I bought the iPhone 10. Yeah. Now, prior to that. I was always getting someone else's phone when they upgraded, except for yeah. when the, the girls, you guys all got me the 6 Plus. Right. So only two times I've ever brand new phone. So the one time that I got your phone, when you upgraded to your 8, I got your something or other, I forget what it was, but I don't know what you were doing. But 
the autocorrect because autocorrect not only tries to autocorrect words that are yeah. wrong autocorrect yeah. will also try to correct words with words that were used so commonly i don't know what kind of typing you did <laughs> but there were some really strange words like I, I i could be in jail if you know if i didn't check some of the text i sent with some of the words forming together you know, based on autocorrect it was an autocorrect nightmare um really but you never told me this speaking of spelling and stuff Spelling and stuff? Yes. Going back to the cancel culture, how long, since they're canceling all these cartoons, how long before somebody actually puts it together? Because I know the cancel culture are a bunch of idiots. When would they put together that Woody Woodpecker is three, not one, three names for a penis? How, you know what I mean? How is that not offensive? I, I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> and but you know what? It just dawned on me the reason I got that look on my face. Um, the, what's the guy who hunts the rabbit, hunts Bugs Bunny? Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. He's been canceled. When, now, well, they canceled the guns. Yeah, like, that's your, oh, come on now. <laughs> I can't even talk. That was last so year. so stupid. It is so stupid. That was last year. They, they took his guns away. Oh I forget what God. they gave him. I don't know if it was a French tickler <laughs> or whatever, but they gave him something else. <laughs> but... You know, and here's the thing. I saw this post, and it's not wrong. This this guy tweeted a response to the news about Pepe Le Pew being canceled and said, I've, I'm so glad my children are so much safer now that Pepe Le Pew is, has been canceled. Now my five-year-old son can go back to playing Grand Theft Auto and light a hooker on fire because he doesn't want to pay her. Right? This is the alternative <laughs> to watching the cartoons that you and I grew up with. They're playing games with me. I play Call of Duty, which is war simulation. That's different. Yeah, yeah. But I've never played Grand Theft Auto, but I've seen video clips. It, yeah. How are they not canceling Grand Theft Auto Right? You know, and like I said, I don't play. It means nothing to me, and I'm sorry if you really enjoy it. But all I'm, all I'm trying to do is compare two things. Right. Let's exactly. cancel Pepe Le Pew. Let's take Elmer Fudd's shotgun away. <laughs> but let's light hookers on fire and shoot cops and blow things up and run people right. down with cars. This is all the kind of things that go on in Grand Theft Auto. It's nothing but a wall-to-wall crime game. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, you See, and I watch I, yeah. Roadrunner. Yeah, right. We did, We do not go out daily buying dynamite trying to blow people up. Right. And drop because anvils on people's heads. Because we watched Roadrunner. Because we have intelligence. Right, exactly. Exactly. And here's That's a, it. And here's a question for the audience. I heard it said that these people that get offended over these things had... A terrible upbringing with little parental um, infusion, guidance. guidance, infusion, like, you know, sort of like uh, in, in lame man's terms. Yeah. Where were your parents when you were, when you were growing up that this right. is how you are? Yeah. Like, what Our were they Our parents doing? put us in front of a TV. And we, yeah, we, were, we were watching uh, coyotes trying to drop right. anvils on roadrunners. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You know, and Sam, he's not allowed to have his pistols anymore. We grew up in a not fantasy world. Right. Because we knew that this actually didn't happen. Right. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't actually happen. You know, so we went on with our, our lives. We grew up. You know what I mean? Uh, we... 
were successful, you know, yeah. members of this society. Right. And you the, know, it's ridiculous. And it all comes back to that because before all this cancel culture stuff, and I feel the same way about the cancel culture stuff, and like you're saying, we're, we grew up, we're fine. I say the same thing about, because what happened, before all this happened, what was the first thing they, that, that, was, that was the problem? Don't beat your kids anymore. You're not allowed to oh, beat yeah, your kids. Yeah. We, got, we got the I shit beat out of go, us. I was going to go to the, let's take flags down for, in the south, you know. Right. And then let's take statues down. Right, but even before and, that, they were like, no, yeah, you're not allowed to beat yeah, your kids. But right. we got the shit beat out of us. And, and again, and we're fine. We're fine. We're you know we respect people, right? It, because we got the shit beat out of us. And I, not not even so that we got the shit beat out of us, but a slap across the head. Yeah, not you yeah, not I mean? like you know we weren't pummeled. Right. Yeah. Maybe I in mean, one or two cases, but <laughs> only once for me that I can recall. But um. If you years years ago, if you had asked my mother, I was a bad child. Well, if years ago, if you had asked my parents, I was a good child. So, well, yeah. opposite attract, I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, a child needs to be taught. You know what I mean? This right. is how our parents beat us. Not. <laughs> Not beat us not like... A, not as a daily part of the agenda. No, right. It wasn't like, wake up, up, beat. Right? <laughs> All right, stand up. Get ready for your beating. In case you do something today, here's your beating. No, it wasn't like that. No. Um, however, if we did something wrong, like that society feels is wrong, we got beat. What it boils down to is this we were we were taught like you said even like a slap at the back of the head what we were taught was is that there were consequences to your actions absolutely that's the phrase because the people i think if you if you look at the at the people who want all this stuff canceled who are offended they're also the same people who feel they're owed everything All responsible right. for nothing oh my gosh they, they what they're understanding is is that there's no consequences to their actions yeah they're also the kind of people who pay no attention to history so they will continue to live to relive history right instead of making it better right you know i saw a really great saying today on social media and it said who wants to something i'm paraphrasing who wants to go back to normal Normal really wasn't working. Let's be better. Let's do better next time, which is great. But here's the problem. There's too many people in society who don't pay attention. So they cons they will consistently force society to relive history. Exactly. Keep repeating the same stupid mistakes. Now, my question is, we're wearing masks because of COVID. And totally understood, you know, and agree mm -hmm. that we should be wearing masks. Um, and two, two states have already said, okay, no more masks. Right. And, um, but is that going to become our norm? 
having a mask. I you know I heard I heard that was um, I heard that was a possibility. I also heard some people say that when it when it's over, they may continue when they're out, and they reference the Chinese people. You know, they reference That's the fact the first that first thing I think of right the, the the Chinese culture wear masks as a norm now. Right. And I don't. I, I. This is not intended for karma to come and beat me in the ass or anything. I gotta. I gotta tell you, I've heard other people say it, and I. I think we can attest to it. We've been healthier from wearing the masks when we're out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not okay. We we haven't had COVID. Knock on wood. That's great. That's great. Right. We've almost had nothing. And I'm talking about personally, you and I. Exactly. You know, and we're not sitting here saying, oh, COVID's fake. I mean, you know, it just ran through our daughter's house. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is if we were to take a lesson from that culture, right? you know, they probably have way less illnesses. Now, I know the big joke with um, ignorant people is, oh, there's no, and, and, you know, and I'll joke around about it too. There's no flu because everything's COVID now. And I'll, I'll joke too because it's just insane to think that way. But when we... Now, when I relate that to you and I, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We don't, we haven't been regular sick either. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Which is normal in our pattern of life. So there's good and bad, right? You're going to have the people that say that you shouldn't wear a mask and you should get infected so you can do the herd immunity and, you know, build up your antibodies and whatnot. I, I don't know. I don't want to... That's what happens in my head when I try to think of all this traffic about COVID know, and vaccines and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And that's why we'd rather talk about stupidity on this show instead, yep. of, instead of science. <laughs> And I think we spent enough time on the science issue. So, uh, and we and the, obviously we have more stupidity because when we come back, part of when we come back will be the wombat of the week. We'll get yep. to that, and uh, so that's always some great stupidity yeah, there. Yeah, it is. Um, so, and also uh, we'll talk about uh, what's cooking upstairs. Literally, we got a new Ooh. recipe in a crock pot. So we'll and tell you about that. It smells yummy. Yeah, when we come back. So uh, stay right there. Get yourself a drink. And meet us back here in about 90 seconds or so. We're coming back right after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and run the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. No, you go ahead and do you. You no. No. Here, in fact, I'll give you something you can open it with. Here, I have. Some, it's already open. Okay. Uh, you do you. I you, took care of that you before eat, I got here. <laughs> you you eat your peeps. Uh, 
Yes, it's peep time. It is peep time. Welcome back to the program. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon, who is eating peeps. I am. Don't you feel bad? Somebody, you know, someone's going to take offense to candy that looks like chicks, I baby will. chicks, and by next Easter's will be canceled. In fact, Easter will be canceled next year. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, um, wanted to get welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking with us. We got so much stuff to go over. It is uh, crazy. Um, okay, so one of the things I said there was a little more craziness that we had to talk, yeah. we had to talk about. Yeah. And it's the Dr. Seuss thing. Again, unless your head is buried in the sand under a rock halfway to the core of the earth. Which is where the cancel culture is. Exactly. Then Dr. Seuss Enterprises. So the company that sells the books, because he passed away, Dr. Seuss passed away, are canceling or have canceled the sales of six books, um, including... I'm going to get this right. Including his first... No. His first one, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, written in 1937, and If I Ran the Zoo, written in 1950. Also, the other four are Miguel Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, and The Cat's Quizzer. So, they are... They're not selling them because, even though loved by fans for their rhymes and fantastical characters, also loved for their positive values like taking responsibility for the planet, but in recent years, critics have said some of the work is racist and presents harmful depictions of certain groups. Um, so, in, in fact, it says... In, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, a character described as a Chinaman who has lines for eyes, wears a pointed hat, and carries chopsticks and a bowl of rice is in there. It, it, that is, is part of the story, or the main part of the story. I've never read this book, but okay. um, like the Washington Redskins, when they had to change their name. I have something name. to say about that. Okay, okay. Not well, the Redskins, no, but no, the I, other. I, okay, I, and, and you got, just let me finish this thought. Okay. <laughs> like them... Where was the outcry for decades and decades and decades and decades? You know what I mean? Correct. So, okay, your thought, because I don't want you to lose it. If you don't use it, you lose it. I will lose it. (laughs) Okay, so my thing is... Hold on, I'm having troubles here. Okay, my thing is... I have to have a peep in my hand when I talk. (laughs) Um, When we were talking about how the Chinamen... Had slants for eyes, carrying chopsticks because he was eating rice. Okay, that's what they do. So my my thing is, you should take away chopsticks from every China person in China. Take them away. Cancel the cancel. Cancel the chopsticks. Cancel the rice. You know, that's no, no. They can store their rice. Because rice, you know, everybody eats Are rice. they allowed to use a spoon, though? I mean, is, is is the cancel culture all right with spoons and forks? Or do we does it have to well, be a yeah, spork? Because, no, because they have to use a fork or a spoon because that's what or maybe a, everyone uh, else in the world uses. Or maybe a spork, a spork. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, so, I mean, my point is, that's what they do. Right. And that is how... 
the person from China was depicted in a book in 1937. Right, right. And that's just like how, like, um, it's the same thing with, you know, they're attacking the cartoons, like uh, Speedy Gonzalez. You know, yeah. they're, they're pissed off because he depicts, you know, racism because he is from Mexico. And, you know, it's, it's like, where does it, where does it end? Where does this stupidity end? I'm, well, I'm going to show you where it doesn't end. And this story, now, we, we were we had an extended break after the holiday. We're at the holiday because right. of, we, we explained we were doing things. So there are things. I found the vault <laughs> that I've been storing stuff in. So wow, it's only fitting that we move into this, and then we'll do one by the week. But we have to move into this because this kills me. The In San Francisco... Okay, in January, this past January, so not too far back, but we were on break. Uh, the city of San Francisco, the school board voted six to one to remove the names George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, even Diane Feinstein from schools. It affects 44 schools, one third of the schools in the San Francisco school district. Chain, removing their names, okay, and here's, here's my favorite part. Um, the historical figures for whom the 44 schools are named have, quote, significantly diminished the opportunities of those amongst us to the right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Um, I'm just going to take one because I don't know anything about Diane Feinstein. I know she, you know, okay. George, George Washington, I don't know, they offended, he chopped down a cherry tree, I don't know. Abraham Lincoln. Diminish the opportunities of those among us to the right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, go back to the first segment of the podcast where we said people, they don't pay attention to history, so they're doomed to repeat it. Right. Abraham Lincoln did more for those among us. This is how they say for, for, the, for the black right. people. Yeah. This is how this quote is saying it. Because I've seen the other variants of this story when it first came out. So this right. is like a... Um, you know, a, a, a watered-down version. The man worked tirelessly to free the slaves, to end slavery in this nation. Right. While fighting a civil war. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, out of the names that you're taking off of schools, you idiots, Abraham Lincoln has done more for the opportunities of people among us in their pursuit for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I know. This is where the stupidity just continues rolling and rolling and rolling. Exactly. You idiots. <laughs> Everyone in the cancel culture is idiots. I just can't. My head hurts. <laughs> uh I just don't understand. This is like an outrage. And, you know, um, I agree with some of the people who have spoken out against it. Until Americans stand up and say enough is enough. Exactly. This is going to continue. You yeah. know, um, I I don't get it. I don't, you know, and part of it, like, I don't know if I want to get it because, you know, we don't. We see this out there in the news and floating around. It doesn't necessarily affect us right? in our... And that's that's really... That's not a cop-out, but I find myself saying that a whole lot. Right. It doesn't affect me. 
You know, yeah, like pe- people complain Trump's in office. They didn't affect me. People complain Biden's in office. It doesn't affect me. People complain. But it does Republican. affect you. Not it a, directly a, affects you. Indirectly, maybe. No, no, no. Directly. Got it. Because when Trump was in office, it's just one one thing. Our gas prices went down to almost below two dollars a gallon. Biden's in office. We're up to almost $3 a gallon. That is one way to look at it, yes. Okay. That directly affects us. Okay. That directly affects our pockets. Right. But the other way Taxes to look at it- Taxes went down with Trump. Yes, we did have- We were in a better tax bracket. But okay. Let me go back to that other thing for a second. No, 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 no. Because- If you're going to say something like that, uh, you're saying non-specifically, it doesn't affect you, but it does. Okay, I was just going to say about the gas prices. Okay. If you look back at the last 17 years, okay, this period of the year, they always climb. They right. always climb. But not to the... Ex- the past 17 years. The past four years, they didn't climb, climb to as this, high. Okay. To this extent. Yes, they did climb, but they... I, I do not recall a price above 260 There. I said it. You know what? You have people all over your mouth. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and a is blue my tongue. tongue blue? It yeah. is a blue tongue. Yes, it is. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's move on to, if that wasn't crazy enough, let's move on to the Wombat of the Week, shall we? Okay. Today for the Wombat of the Week, and how's, this is how you can contribute to the Wombat of the Week, by the way. I have to tell them that, too. Got to keep up yeah. with the business of the podcast. I know, yeah. Got to keep up with the business end. So if you're new to the show, the Wombat of the Week is us celebrating idiots being idiots, stupid people doing stupid things, and getting into the news about it. So if you want, you can send a legitimate news link, not fake news, a legitimate news link to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also send it to us uh, in a message on Facebook at JM Talk. Glad to take it there too. But that's how you submit to get right. it, to get in and run it. So today's one of the of the week will be an exercise in um, the definition of entitlement. Okay. Okay. Because we're going to talk about a forty. I'm intrigued. And we're going to talk about a forty-one-year-old unemployed Oxford graduate. What? Who is suing his parents, demanding uh, quote lifelong financial support? <laughs> oh, so he's out of work, can't <laughs> find a job, so it's his parents' fault. I guess so. While it's quite common for parents to financially help their kids, yes, um, it is not assumed that your parents' money is yours. So we have this 41-year-old who's currently living in a posh flat near Hyde Park in central London. Uh, it's owned by his parents and estimated to be worth one million pounds. Wow. Uh, he doesn't pay rent for the housing, and he receives a 400-pound weekly allowance from his parents already. <laughs> Why? I don't How know. How old is he? 35? 40? Uh, 41. Wow. Yeah. So he has sued his parents asking for lifelong financial support. The shocking event is made even more surprising as the plaintiff is an Oxford graduate but is currently jobless. Uh, his name is um, Faiz Siddiqui, who was taking his parents to court. He's claimed that he claims that he's entitled to this demand. 
Uh, the parents, who are 69 and 71, are currently living in Dubai and, according to his son, are quite wealthy. And he says he is a vulnerable grown-up child due to his health issues and, therefore, his parents owe him the money. He has formerly worked in a number of law firms and claims that if his parents deny him this rightful compensation, it would be a violation of his human rights. The last time I saw a wombat story that good, lovely Sharon, was when the guy was suing his parents for having him without his permission. Yes, he was suing his parents for not for not getting his permission to, to be born. To him. To, to conceive him and for him to be born. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a psychiatrist's dream. <laughs> this show is becoming a psychiatrist's I know. dream. We <laughs> right? might need to change the name of the show to something more fitting like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. So a 41-year-old lazy ass... Is suing his parents, tr- trying to force them to take care of him the rest of his life. I, yeah. Okay. What about when they die? I don't know. The parents say that they're fed up with their son, who they claim is difficult, demanding, and per- uh, pertinacious. Never heard that word before, but it's big. It's worth at least 40 bucks. Mm. And they want to cut down the funding. After being rejected by family court, a uh, family court judge last year, Sadiqui's case is now being heard at the Court of Appeal. Uh, the Sun, the newspaper The Sun, claims that this case is extremely special and first of its kind and could impact the rights of parents in the United Kingdom. And that's... But and, he lives in the United Kingdom, not them. Right. But that point right there, the reason I mentioned that to finish off the story part, is I, I want to take that point and stretch it across everything that we spoke about so far. Consequences. Yeah. There's consequences to every action. Yeah. And what all of this has in common is the people, this guy that wants financial support forever, the people that don't want Pepe Le Pew running around raping cats, uh, the people who don't want guns in the hands of Elmer Fudd or Yosemite Sam, uh, you know, they don't want Manwich on their table. They don't want Dr. Seuss on their bookshelf. You have to pay attention to what consequences will come of your actions. I know. You know, and uh, what I'm afraid of but, is it's going to be the I'm fed up culture. And then, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so this is, uh, this is going to cause a rift. And I think it's unfortunate that it's going to happen in our lifetimes. There's going to be some sort of culture rift. Yeah, I agree. You know? I do agree with that. And I know a little bit about this because I spent some time in, I guess it was psychology class in college, talking about cultures, countercultures, and subcultures. Yeah. And... You know, and I've learned just how many at the time we didn't have any crazy cultures like this, but it was amazing the subcultures that were right here among us. And when you yep. take a class and you learn these things, you you say, "Wow, there's so much more about society I didn't even know." <laughs> and what I've learned today from doing the show is there's an entire segment of society I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want any part of. Right? You know, it's I, crazy for me. 
And I know for you and the way we raised our children, you know, the color of your skin, what your eyes look like, how you eat, what you eat, how big, fat, tall, short, skinny, it does, none of it matters to us. Right. What matters to us is, are you a good person? Yeah. If you're a good person, great. Let's hang out. If you're not a good person, get the hell out of here. Stay away from me. Right. You know, because I don't want that kind of crap in my life. You don't want it in your life. And right. we've raised our children around good people. And you, know, and, and you just, we can look at our children and go, we did okay. We can look at our yeah. grandchildren and know that they did, they're doing okay because their parents did okay because we did okay right. because our parents did okay and so right. on and so forth. Just be a good person. Right, exactly. And if you can't, then, you know, please go with the flat earthers to find the end of the earth. Okay? <laughs> Best advice I can give you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to cancel our history and cancel our childhood. That's what I feel like is going on right now. They're canceling our childhood. They want nothing from our childhood. Right. There. And, you know. How? Oh, I just had a thought. I'll bet you that nine out of ten of these cancel culture people are millennials. It's possible because, again, we said it might have something to do with the generational reason. Yeah, or or I'll lack, or lack millennials, or what are they called now these these days? I'm not sure. I have to find out what the new generation is called. There's yeah. a, there's a new generation out now beyond millennials. Yeah, because the millennials are like I think our kids are millennials. Yeah, but here's the thing. Um, I had a thought. What was it? Oh, you know, in radio, this is a very <laughs> this is a very popular thing in radio and TV. If you don't like it, change the channel. Right. We we had people like Howard Stern entertaining us. Yeah. Oh my God. And how offensive and rude is R- he? How about um, Andrew Dice Clay? I mean, give, I know, give me a break. Same exact thing. And guess what? If we didn't like them, if our parents didn't like them, we changed the the, the, the channel. Exactly. We turned it off. Went outside. Right. You but there's do, a group of you people can do that do other, like them. You can do and other things. who are we to say you can't like them? Right. I don't like a lot. Of, I don't like a lot of people's music. But I'm gonna go up to them and say, I, you, no, no, "Man, I'm starting a movement. I don't want your move. I don't want your uh, music anymore." I mean, is no one analyzing some of the rap lyrics before we start canceling Dr. Seuss's rhymes? That's all I'm trying to say. I know. Just be a better person, okay? Otherwise, suck it. <laughs> How's that for ending on ending this? Wow! <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's that time of the show, unfortunately, where we have to say goodbye to Sharon, and Sharon has to say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. And see, it's that easy, but yet so difficult <laughs> to see you go. How's it go? I hate to see you go. Love to watch you leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, she's going. When we come back, we forgot to talk about what's cooking in the crock pot, so I'll talk about what's cooking in the crock pot. Okay. Um, and a couple other things. When we come back from this break, don't change that podcast. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing! Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. 
listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And the lovely Sharon has departed the program for the week and has headed back upstairs to check on what's cooking in the crock pot, which we'll get to in a second. But I just I just <laughs> I just thought to myself, I was as I was talking, I noticed the way I said the word departed. And I, I think I if I go back and listen to it, and I, I will, I'll listen to the show tomorrow, but I think I said departed. <laughs> What's funny about that is The Departed is one of my favorite movies. First of all, I really like mafia movies, mob movies, and it was sort of like a mob movie, you know. And uh, and of course, it's set in in the Massachusetts area, and uh, so that's how they say the departed, and. Every time I watch a movie, and I have not watched it recently. This has nothing to do with the other. Every time I watch the movie, I go into my best Boston accent that I can do. And I actually think I'm getting better at it because of watching that movie. I don't watch it as often as I'd like, but I know it's available on things like like Netflix and stuff. So I, I have the opportunity to watch it. Um, and I can work on my Boston accent. And like the departed. <laughs> so I just realized that I said it like that. So no, I'm not from New England. I'm not a New England fan. Or, you know, my uh, I, I have family that lives in New England, and uh, they they haven't picked up the accent. And I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if you can go from a region like Philadelphia into New England, and no matter how many years you're there, I don't know if you can develop that accent up there. Uh, I do my best to imitate it, but I am certainly not as good as other people who do imitate it very well. So anyway, uh, on with the show. <laughs> so I'm back. I'm back. I am by myself, but I we uh, so we're doing this. We do this thing on weekends where we try to use the crock pot and create. It's easier because the lovely Sharon and I, we love to cook together. But by the time I get done work on a typical day, on a work day, I don't feel like doing much. So we try to create on the weekends. And as much as possible, we'll use our slow cooker because... Let's face it, it's a dump and go. You know, there's a lot of other things we have to do in a weekend. So, uh, I'm trying my hand at tomato, creamy tomato tortellini soup in the slow cooker. And it's a rather simple recipe, but it looks so yummy and it sounds so yummy. And we're looking forward to the uh, the final uh, outcome uh, this evening. And, of course, we'll share with you and let you know uh, how that goes. But a couple of weeks ago, I talked about ingredients you're not supposed to cook in a slow cooker. And dairy was one of the products that they say you shouldn't cook in a slow cooker because I said, look, 
One of the points I brought up was we make macaroni and cheese in the crock pot. It's like a world-renowned recipe of mine. And right out of the chute, it's a dump and go, right? So you put everything in there and you let it go for three and a half hours. And everything goes in at the start, including your cheese, because it's mac and cheese, milk, evaporated milk, eggs. I mean, <laughs> you know, not that eggs are... What are you going to do? So I found myself with this recipe referring back to that story about what you shouldn't put in a crock pot. And I think one of the things, if I recall correctly, that is said about dairy products is that dairy products should be put in near the end of the, of, of the cooking process so they don't curdle or they don't go bad or whatever it is that dairy does uh, that's not good. And so, as I said, this is a creamy tomato tortellini. And so, actually, you do put dairy in it. The tortellini, the frozen tortellini goes in, as well as the cream cheese uh, in the last 30 minutes of cooking. So, it's weird how we think, right? It's weird how we get, we slingshot back and forth from things that we discussed or things we heard and we relate these things together. It was at least two or three weeks since I talked to you about this article and yet here I am going, hey, this is interesting. The creamy part of this soup doesn't come in until the end. So it's interesting. And we'll see how it turns out. Um, of course, I, you know, I, I thought to myself... There are a lot of slow cooker recipes out there that use cream cheese. Where my mac and cheese in the slow cooker doesn't use cream cheese, but a lot of mac and cheese crock pot recipes call for cream cheese, and uh, and it goes in in the beginning. And mine uh, mine doesn't call for cream cheese, but calls for almost every other kind of dairy that you can think of, and it all goes in right from right right from the starting gate. And now what they're saying raisins at the gate. Something like that. Horse racing. I don't know. I don't know anything about horse racing. So I'm just, I'm I'm stabbing. I'm stabbing and grasping. Stabbing and grasping. But that's what we got going on in the crock pot. And it's interesting to see what other people, I belong to a couple of recipe groups. And it's interesting to see what some people come up with for recipes. And I continue to tell myself, I want to do more of this stuff. And you know what? We just never find the time. That's our society. That's life today. We just cannot find the time to do all this stuff that we want to do. So there you have it. All right, folks. Uh, So that's what's cooking in the crock pot. If you follow me on Facebook personally, but you know what? Maybe I'll put it on the show as well tonight uh, because I have a friend on Facebook who will be looking forward to seeing the pictures of the finished product. Uh, he's out in the west, on the west coast, and uh, we sort of do this thing. Uh, well, he cooks a lot of soups and stews, and stoops, whatever you, you know, and all the different variations, and he'll post pictures. And sometimes I forget. I know he's also looking very forward to a picture of my crockpot mac and cheese. Which, if you're listening, Mike, uh, I told you that uh, the lovely Sharon requests it every couple of weeks, and it's on next weekend's docket. So the pictures are coming. Uh, soon so there's that 
Uh, so, among other things this week, uh, passwords. Netflix and passwords. And uh, there's a reason that I'm sort of bringing this up. You know, uh, Netflix wants to crack down on people sharing their accounts. Uh, what's interesting is uh, we have... When you go into my Netflix, it has me and my wife and my kids. And who's watching? Bop, 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 bop. So, there must be... <laughs> I'm not going to pretend I'm ignorant of this fact. There must be a lot of non-family sharing going on. We don't. We don't. There are exactly four people with the password. Me, my wife, and my two daughters. And that's the, that's the family thing. You know, this is... Something that Netflix started to do. But I guess because in this world of password sharing, which has become really endemic as far as Netflix is concerned, um, they're starting to crack down on that. And they want to, they're going to be running some tests because they want to make sure that there's no sharing going on. Like they're, I guess they're feeling like they are not getting their fair share. And I'll come back to that if time permits. I will come back to that point right there. So, uh, so they're they're trying to crack down. You know, they don't want freeloaders threatening. You know, uh, things like. I mean, it's it's weird what they're saying. Like they're they're saying that freeloaders are causing shows to get canceled. Like I don't even I can't even I'm an IT guy. I can't put that together in my head. And I'm not an idiot, but I can't figure out how that comes together. But anyway, so they're going to start doing a test now. Here's the test, and it, it's interesting. They're going to do a limited test of some form of two factor authentication. Okay, so so if users are getting ready to binge, you know, so what they're this is what they're figuring. The, the two step this is how two step works. If you if if you don't know, two step authentication, which is which is amazing, it, it's becoming an old thing, and it's going to be replaced with something else, I'm sure soon. But the idea that you log into your account. And then you either get a code by text or you use some sort of authentication application on your phone to further authenticate with a second step that it was you that just logged in. Now, typical two-step, two-factor authentication is saying, hey, you may have my password for my email account, but unless unless you have my password and my phone, because I have two-step turned on, you're probably not going to be able to hack into my account. Because a two-step authentication typically stops a, a hack in its tracks. So Netflix wants to use this to stop freeloaders in their tracks. They're figuring if you get the prompt for the second step authentication, unless you're living with the owner of the account, you're not going to be able to put that code in. And therefore, you will not get fully signed in. It's just, it's very much the same as putting two-factor authentication on an email account, on a bank account. And we live in a world now... Okay, where you want two-factor authentication or multi-factor authentication anytime you can have it. Take it from me. I'm an IT director. And it is a mess with passwords out there. And even recently, 
I have become, I've already become a pain in my own ass with my passwords. But in the last two weeks, I've become a larger pain in my ass with my passwords. And using a password manager because that's how big of a pain in my ass I have become. That I now have a password manager to manage the pain in the ass passwords that I'm putting out. Now that's a that's a lot that's a big pain in the ass, isn't it? So the company said that's what they're going to do. You know, they're they're trying. They're, they're, first of all, and here's th- this is almost like a good thing, right? This is really a good thing. Think about it. You should have two factor authentication on something as simplistic as Netflix, and I'm going to tell you why. How many of you raise your hands? Because now, like nine out of ten of you should be raising your hands. Your Netflix password, the same as a whole bunch of other passwords? Bingo. If somebody can figure out your Netflix password, they can probably get into your email accounts, probably get into your Facebook account. So it's actually a good thing that they're turning the two-factor authentication on for Netflix because your account will be that much more protected. People won't be freeloaded. You should, everything should be tough. You, you should never make it easy for people to get into your your stuff, not into your Wi-Fi, not into your computer, not into your email, nothing. So there's actually this silver lining, if you will, in this crackdown at Netflix. Because for those of us with a Netflix account and who use it legally amongst their own family, you're going to have two-factor authentication if you're part of that test. And if the test works, they'll roll it out. But if they don't roll it out, they have it. Turn it on. Turn on multi-factor authentication and protect your account. It's that easy. It's that simple. You know what I mean? And uh, especially, listen, especially, and and I'm telling you, you're wrong if you do this, but if you do have multiple passwords or multiple sites with the same password, then you had better put multi-factor authentication on all your accounts because that will be the one thing until the next big thing comes along. That will be the one thing that saves you from getting hacked. I have seen two-factor authentication stop hacks in their tracks, including someone from Dubai two and a half years ago trying to access my email account in the middle of the night because I did not respond to the multi-factor authentication set up on my Gmail account. They were denied access into my account. This is... These are really scary times when it comes to this. So, you know, originally I, w- I was going to talk about the just the fact that Netflix was cracking down, the ha-ha-ha part of it. But the more I got to thinking about it, I said, wait a minute here. This is not a bad thing, and no one should think it's a bad thing. So, a couple minutes left. Let me circle back to what I said earlier about they don't want freeloaders to ruin their share, I guess, is, is one of the reasons. So I want to come back to that because the streaming market is insane right now. Insane. And with us moving, I just want to share with you, because there's so many things to choose from, right? Who needs cable anymore? If you're paying like $100 for cable, you can drop cable and get like four or five great streaming services and still put a little coin back in your pocket. But check this out. We moved. When I moved and moved my Verizon services, I said, I want to move the service, chop the phone line because I didn't need the phone line any longer. Move the service, cut the phone line. They said, here's what we recommend. 
because you have slightly older equipment. You make a new account where you're going. We just you know we just make the account pretty much the same, you know, and we cut off the phone and you'll get new equipment. You'll get a new router. Okay, sounds good. I get the new high speed router, right? But when we got the email that said, "Here's your here's what here's what you can expect. Here's what you get," and this so was the breakdown. And we've never looked at the breakdown. We recently were celebrating the fact in December that we would get to see. Uh, the new Wonder Woman, because we subscribe to HBO through Fios. So according to HBO Max, who was going to be dropping the movie, if you have HBO through your carrier, you got HBO Max. And we're like, oh, what a gift. Thank you very much. But then when I transferred my service and I looked at the breakdown, uh, yeah, I so I pay for my HBO. And then on my bill breakdown, there is actually the $19.99 a month charge for HBO Max. So I don't get, quote unquote, I don't get crap for having the HBO subscription. So they are hosing me. And for right now, because the price ain't too bad, totally, I'm going to let them get away with that. But you got to check these things. You got to check these things. They were having a promotion for $14.99 a month. For HBO Max. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting it for nothing. Bull. So check that out because you just really never know. It really, we are not getting HBO Max because we subscribe. We're paying the extra bill and we're paying more than you, most likely. So <laughs> anyway, that really brings the show darn near to a crash and halt right into the wall. So... Uh, I will close out with the usual business by saying, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, the lovely Sharon and I really appreciate you stopping by every week. And remember to stop by the website at www.jmtalk.net and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to all the shows right there on the front page. They're available. The entire library is right there at your fingertips. So you can do that. You can subscribe. That way, you're we're on, we're on every major podcast thing. So you subscribe. You get notifications when the show drops. And you never miss an episode. So do that while you're there. Visit, visit us at Facebook and TikTok at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio, or drop us a line at JoelMahalikRadio at gmail.com. So there is all the business out of the way. Thanks again for watching. Remember, folks, what matters the most is are you a good person? So please be a good person. If you already are a good person, continue being you. Because that's how we change the world. That's how we create a better world. Being good people to one another. Okay? That's how we do it. And we'll catch you next time here on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 